Well, communities have gone digital all over the place, and we're going to find out about a project that's going on in the Charlotte area that's not digital. Welcome, everyone, to the Carolina Outdoors. Bill Barty on this side of your radio dial. TJ Boggs pushing the buttons over there. Yellow, orange, and green ones. No, not that red one. We're glad that you're tuning in, however you're listening to the Carolina Outdoors. Listen, over 60 years ago, the Outward Bound School came about, and it was about growth, personal growth, team growth, and more than that. And one of the largest schools... It's called the North Carolina Outward Bound School. And we've talked to them on the Carolina Outdoors previously, but that's not what we're going to talk about now. We're going to talk about community and bringing community together and something that the NCOBS brought about called the Unity Project. We've talked to this next guest several times before here on the Carolina Outdoors. She heads up the Unity Project. We're going to find out what it is and how it is creating change and effect in the Charlotte area schools. Alexis J. Taylor is joining us right now so we can learn more. Alexis, welcome. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. It is great having you. And uh, I should say it just like maybe like this. Thank you for what you do for the Unity Project through the North Carolina Outward Bound School. Um, I set it up a bit and said we weren't going to talk about North Carolina Outward Bound, but will you tell us just in general quickly what it is? Absolutely. NCOB, North Carolina Outward Bound School, is a part of the Outward Bound USA organization. Um, we have been around for over 55 years, and our mission and all of Outward Bound's mission is to change lives through challenge and discovery. And it's a really ambitious mission, but it definitely can be accomplished not just through our wilderness courses, but what we hope is that through our wilderness courses is kind of the start for all of us students, no matter what age, to kind of change their lives. Um, whether it's during our course and, of course, after our courses as well. Well, and through that, and you are an alumnus of this thing called the Unity Project. And in my words, it was bringing students from the Charlotte area, different high schools, different walks of life, different shapes, sizes, and colors, bringing them all together in different groups. And then they, as individuals and as a group, take on the challenges and obstacles, both physically, mentally, but also generally the challenges that they take on. Um, how did it come about and how has it progressed? And again, uh, you were in an early program and now you lead the program. How did it affect change in your life and in your school? Absolutely. So the Charlotte Unity or the Unity Project in general started over 25 years ago. Um, with a former instructor of ours named Dave Genova, who was also called the Gray Wolf. He actually was leading an uh, NCOBS course, and two crews kind of interacted with each other. One crew was predominantly black, and the other crew was predominantly white. And the white crew said some very harsh and inappropriate things to the predominantly black crew. Dave Genova at that time said, what are we doing at NCOBS? How is this happening? And decided to take it a step further. This is a high-level version of it, but very much he decided to let's, let's go ahead and create something called the Unity Project so we can bring folks of all walks of life and to really understand that the outdoors and a lot of things in life are meant for people, not just based off one's color, um, and to really address some issues that are happening locally. And that's what we're still doing today. So through the Charlotte Unity Project, 
we take, we work with eight Charlotte Mecklenburg High Schools, who are official partners of Charlotte Mecklenburg Schools, and we bring students together from these different schools, and they have a chance to not only do this outdoor, very new experience for many of them, being in the outdoors for seven days, but they also have a chance to have these really meaningful dialogues and conversations that you may not get to have during school hours. And so they get to talk a little bit deeper about what's going on in their school and their community. And we hope that they bring it back to their community because we ask those students who've been in our course to do two projects to make change or bring awareness to a particular topic. Wow. Now, Alexis, you head up this project, the Unity Project. Um, so you get to interact with these students. And in fact, over at Jesse Brown's, we are able to help and meet many of these uh, students as we work with them with hiking boots. And we're there to encourage the, them and other people to be outdoors. So that part's easy for us. But you've been doing this for a few years now. Tell us about these students, generally speaking, and uh, their fears, what they share with you, where you jump in to say, hey, this is going to be okay. And you know I have to ask you about the telephones, the the mobile <laughs> devices, and, and w- what they say about that or not having those on the trip. Absolutely. I, I really, honestly, what I do, I have such a passion for it. I know it sounds a little cliche, but it doesn't feel like a, a job. It's really a passion of mine. And I get to work. The best part of my job is working with Charlotte High School students. And it's because I myself was a product of Charlotte Mecklenburg Schools. I've also done the Unity Project, and I know the amazing things it can do to an individual and how to collectively work together as a team. And that's what I get to talk with students about is to do something new and exciting. And although I've done this experience, it's been around 15, 16 years now, I may talk briefly about my experience, but I also really very much want to recognize that the times we're in are really different than when I was went to high school. Um, cell phones were just now becoming very popular in regards to people were just now having smartphones. Not everyone had a cell phone. I still had to call parents people's house phones. So it's a little bit different now. So when I talk with students, not only do I mention that this would be an incredible opportunity, but I talk to them very real. Like, this is going to be a challenge, but it's going to make you grow and be stronger physically, mentally, and emotionally. And, of course, when it comes to the cell phone, there is that little dread because I tell students right away, like, hey, listen, this experience, you won't have your phone for seven days. And so there's also that moment of, oh, my gosh, what, I'm gonna, what am I going to do? But the magic that happens is when I get to talk with students in the middle of their course, or at the end of the course, they say that I actually really didn't miss my cell phone. And I always mm. say, and I've said this before, right, it's a chance to disconnect, to reconnect. And it's a chance for students to disconnect from technology and reconnect of the basics of just having conversations, basics of being able to talk through something face-to-face. Um, and so this is what I talk to the students about. And, uh, again, they walk away just completely changed. Hey, the story you told, uh, you know, back 25 years ago, the founding and, and how that works. And, and with sensitivity to the colors of skin, white skin, brown skin, black color skin on people— mm-hmm. But talk about the things that we can't see, because at that age for many, 14, 15, 16, 17, um, differences abound besides just skin tone. Talk to us about um, how Outward Bound and the Unity Project works through educational differences or even socioeconomic differences, the, the things that these young people cannot see, and then how the playing field is kind of leveled when they're out in the woods? 
Absolutely. Uh, at Our Bound, we are experts at experiential learning, right? You're learning through doing. You're learning through, again, having conversations and dialogue, but also being out there and doing things. In, the, in our courses, every single person on that course is needed. Every single person has a job for that day, and those jobs rotate. Although our instructors are teaching our students, it's not in a traditional setting of being a lectured at. These students actually get an opportunity to learn and do and our instructors really allow our students to grow and be able to really step into this kind of adulthood of making decisions mm -hmm. on their own, but they always create a safe space, right? We always want to make sure that we're, and when we're having conversations that may be difficult or maybe slightly uncomfortable, that you're still in this safe environment. So students get to talk about things that, again, they did not get to talk about in school or maybe even at home. They talk about things that they deal with, again, with social economics, with, with race, whether what's happening just in our society in general. How did COVID play a part in people? Um, talking about being lonely and being distant, even though we do have this thing of technology on our phone. There's so many different topics students talk about. And it gives, especially adults, and I, I love seeing this. I never underestimate my, my students, but I'm always in awe with my students because it's a great reminder that our teenage students in Charlotte-Mecklenburg, they have a lot to say and they have amazing ideas. And they are going to be our success in becoming a more together world by embracing differences, acknowledging differences, and again, understanding that there's so much commonality as well. And so there's a really amazing tie that happens in that wilderness setting. Oh, that's part of the beauty of the course. It's a part of the beauty of outdoors and the lady talking about it, our guest, Alexis Taylor, here on the Carolina Outdoors. She's one of the busiest people in the area. She's the collections and exhibition manager over at the Gantt Center. She's uh, in the real estate business as well, Inside Out Charlotte program coordinator and the project coordinator of the Unity Project, joining us here on the Carolina Outdoors. And Alexis, I'm going to transition just a little bit here. Well, before I do transition, let me try to name some of the high schools that are participating in. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's Butler, West Charlotte, Hawthorne. There's East Mech, Myers Park, West Charlotte, Mallard Creek. Oh, and what a faux pas if I left somebody out. Did I miss one? I usually go, <laughs> I have to go alphabetical order. Ah, but yeah, Butler, yeah, Butler, East Mech. Um, uh, Garinger, Hawthorne, Myers Park, Mallet Creek, South Neck, West Charlotte. It should be right. Ding! I uh, not to put you on the spot, that was fantastic. And if you're a student, a parent, a grandparent, a guardian who's listening, check in with your school about the Unity Project as well as you can go to ncobs.org to learn more. Now, Alexis, I'd like to transition here on the Carolina Outdoors. Of course, you are uh, an alumnus of Storytellers Night at Jesse Brown's as well. What a beautiful story that you told. Um, but growing up in Charlotte, you were a go-getter. You strove for things, for an education. You were an athlete. And with Mother's Day coming up, I had the opportunity to meet your mom at that Storytellers event I wanted to ask you uh, the important part as a young lady, as a high schooler, 2007, you jumped into the Unity program uh, with NCOBS. What part did your mom play in your life when you start doing things like that, going out in the woods or, or um, how to pick a college for, for sports? Talk to us about your mom and what she meant to you back then. 
my mom meant everything to me back then, and I know we'll talk about today. She still means everything to me, but back then, the beautiful thing about my mom, and I appreciate it because I saw um, other students that didn't have this, is that when there was something that I was curious about, my mom encouraged it, and she wanted me to strive for it. If there was something that I wanted to do and wanted to become great at, that she made sure that you, I have to understand that there's hard work involved in it um, as well. So she pushed me, but also also opening doors and understanding that I can do a lot of different things. And so when I came to her and say, hey, here's this opportunity, she was gun-ho for it. She wanted me to do something new, and she ensured that everything was submitted on time, and she didn't make sure I didn't fall through the cracks when it came to trying new opportunities. And so she encouraged me to do that. And after, when I came back, she saw the shift and difference in how I was, mm. and she encouraged me to kind of lean on that. Whatever that difference may be, maybe she couldn't articulate at that time, but she knew there was a difference. And she wanted me to lean on that and to focus in on that and to be able to uh, follow that love that I have for being in the outdoors um, and applying it to everyday life. What about your place as a strong-willed young woman uh, and how she took those moments where she needed to maybe correct or guide you appropriately in whatever endeavor, whether it be unity or another endeavor, how did she help guide you when you were being strong-willed? It's so interesting because if you if you ask my mom, this is not me. I was actually very laid back. Uh, she she always jokes because she deals with some stuff with my younger sister that she didn't have to deal with with me. Um, I was very laid back and like just always willing to do stuff. So my mom always, which I just found so fascinating. Like I thank my mom, but my mom also thanked me um, for just being who I was, and I, I always loved that. And my mom also was the one who, if she made a mistake as an adult and a parent, she would actually come to me and apologize. And so if there was something maybe I didn't do the best of my ability, I always was able to uh, be humble and apologize for that. And that's how she guided me. Uh, through those moments as well. And I think the biggest part is is that sometimes when things are, you know, not only just rough, but stuff is dying down, maybe your passion's dying down, and that she was okay for me to take a leap. Like, it's okay to take a leap and to try something else, but just to do something that you are passionate about. Now, that may mean you have to work a few jobs, right. but as long as you're doing something that you're passionate about. And that's the reason, the real reason, how I actually got into um, nonprofit world in Charlotte, where I formerly was at the Harvey B. Gantt Center, but I followed my passion through the arts, and then I followed my passion from there into Outward Bound because I love working with students in the outdoors, so I was able to transition into this current career that I have, and it's all because of my mom. Well, happy Mother's Day to your mom and Alexis Taylor. Thank you for sharing uh, about your mom, and thank you for your time here on the Carolina Outdoors and your work for our community. Thank you so much. I love being on here. Thank you all, everything for what you do. And we are always so thankful for our Unity students to be able to come to Jesse Brown to get their amazing hiking boots. So thank you all so much. Happy feet. Make a happy trip. Thank you, Alexis Taylor. And thank you, everyone listening. We're going to take a quick break and come back on the other side. This is the Carolina Outdoors. <laughs> 